Hello, listeners. Hello. Hi. I say hello like I'm a listener. Like, <laughs> thank you. Um, this is, I was just going to say what number of episodes was, but we don't even keep track, so I don't even know. There's so many. Episode um, number. But we're all here back together, and oh, it feels so good. And we are also here with our dear friend, James Curran. Hello. <laughs> also known as JTM. And so initially, we were like, come on the podcast, tell us about your life. Um, but James just did that. So, and he has his own ideas for this podcast. So we're just going to see where this goes. And it's going to be rad. I'm really excited. James is very wise. So yeah. <laughs> we are. I, I'm not very wise. I've just made a lot of mistakes. Which does make Which wise. equals wisdom. Yeah, it equals yeah. wisdom. Right. Don't you think that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah, it's not right. That's good. Cool. Um, wait, let's just go back to what so we so we so we were talking with James two minutes ago and we were like, wait, we just need to start recording because this is really great. But pretty much can we kind of revisit what you were talking to us before we started recording? You were talking about how you feel very passionate about the different I guess you could say like privileges between mm. men and women and how we can be I don't know, maybe more aware of those privileges, how we, I don't know. Yeah, I think, um, so as, as a African-American male, I, I've lived my whole life knowing that my life is a little different um, as a person of color than somebody who's white. And there's just subtle things that I have to think about on a daily basis. Um, you know, I have to... and. You know, be careful of or or yeah, or, share or some actually. Yeah, sure, I yeah, think totally. that's a good idea. Like that. so um, okay. Um, yeah. I feel like so. When I go into a store, I I, I have to be overtly obvious that I'm not stealing anything, that's and I have so to think about that. I've never um, thought of that. I'm hesitant to get onto uh, an elevator with a woman alone. I'm hesitant. Wow. I've been in situations, well, like, for example, if I go running outside, um, I'll purposely cross the street um, because I don't want them to worry type of thing. Wow. So, that's actually courteous. Um, but that's a thing. That's a thing that I, I feel like I have to th- I think about. And I, I feel like that's... That other people... A lot of people, who, people who are white don't... And it's because of my, the color of my skin. And I, I'm thinking about things, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. I mean, when I get pulled over, I genuinely am much. I'm. I feel like I'm probably more scared, or I'm worrying about things that someone of, that isn't of color uh, wouldn't think about. But that that's not what we're going to talk about today. What I wanted to take that perspective and then apply that to women, because I feel like in the last couple of years, it's really hit home to me, especially with the Me Too movement and and talking to women about how they truly feel. I've got, I've learned that the, it's the same difference between a, a person of color and, and white privilege to male privilege. And, um, you know, there's a lot of things in feminism that there's inequality, but I feel like the part of culture that I want and feel strongly about changing is women feeling unsafe, um, where you, you know, if I pick you up on a date, there's, even if you feel safe generally, there's probably maybe in the back of your mind, like, am I going to get raped? Um, yeah. Or where you have a curfew for yourself, maybe where you're like, I can't go out at night by myself, where I literally never think about it. I'll, I'll, 
be three in the morning and I'll walk outside and not think about anything. I've never worried about um, a girl raping me um, or anything like that. So that, that's what I shared. That's, that's what I'm passionate about. And I don't know, I don't have the solution of like how to change that in our society, but that is something that I want to change. I, I, I hope I have a daughter one day and it's a little, she feels a little more safe as uh, an adult than women who are alive today um, feel. Here's a question that's coming to my mind is whether it's the Me Too movement, like there's a lot of movements about women right now, which I think it's been necessary to bring forward that attention. But I also know a lot of people are like, oh, it's just this big movement. And like, but like, so there's movements. Sorry, I'm trying to formulate my question, which is great because it brings awareness. But how would you suggest like from a male perspective, if a girl... And this kind of has to do maybe less with like safety concerns. And if a girl is just like, man, like I really want to be respected by guys and I really want to be able to be myself and be confident and also like be on the same, um, I don't know, like be it not, I don't even know, like be on the same level. You know how a lot of girls are like girls need more opportunities or like girls need more of this or like mm-hmm. girls have like less privilege than guys. So maybe this is a little bit less about safety and just more about like, maybe this sounds kind of like an equal rights conversation, but like, what's like a good way for girls to like assert themselves and like pursue these opportunities without being worried about that? I don't, is that even a good question? I feel like I'm not phrasing it correctly. Um, so here's, here's what I'm starting to notice is that, um, the media is changing if we're in a good way where they're if we're talking about opportunities it's uh, i women need to see themselves in in roles to be able to believe that they can become that so for right. forever you know that w- women were represented actually let me go a step back and compare it to let's start with blacks then in in our uh, nation, blacks have always like in the very beginning of time, whenever there was media, blacks were always represented as slaves, the help, or rapists or criminals. Right. So, uh, what do you think? Like, if that's all that that's all people see blacks as, and that's what blacks see themselves as. So people begin to become what they see themselves right. as, what their potential is. Or if, you know, all they're seeing is rappers or, uh, you know, ball players. They're not seeing as many Mark Zuckerbergs or Elon Musks as, mm-hmm. as um, th- those people are white. Eventually, we had a black president. And for me, just so you can see, like, for me, it finally clicked. I was like, oh, I feel like I truly can do anything now. But the more representation you see of yourself, the more you believe you can do it. And I think for women, it's starting to flip. Where in the media, we're having more female superheroes. We're, ha- we're seeing uh, yeah. more women mm-hmm. who are the bosses. Like, for example, I watch Suits. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that. The, the person in charge of the, the show for seven seasons is a female black woman. And now, because of that, you can, women can start to see themselves in those roles and probably have faith that they can pursue those opportunities. So it just, it just, it's going to take time for, for that equality to happen. But like... The one that I'm really, really passionate about is women feeling safe. Um, And I think we have to just 
Um, we, we've lived so long in a male-dominated society where we've been, males, males specifically have been told, you know, don't ask. Like, I distinctly have had conversations with girls that don't want, like, if I were like, hey, man, I kiss you, that would be unattractive to them, attractive to them. They want a man to take charge. But we have to... Okay. And, and maybe maybe you guys feel differently. But that's what I've been All told. All of us <laughs> adjust in our seats. Oh, yeah. Interesting body language. So basically, we've, we've been told we're, we're in the society that, you know, consent was not a thing. You know what I mean? It's like, just do it. Be a man. Man doesn't ask. He just does it. Yes. Um, I yeah. almost feel... This is something that I've been passionate about recently, which it's almost... Uh, I feel like as the answer or like a solution to the issue of women not feeling safe is men not understanding how to be men and the examples that they've had have been either not very good or they just get slammed all the time like a recent thing for me as of like two months ago is I'm now hypersensitive to any time men are just dragged uh, for any reason and it's so commonplace in society it's almost like the classic joke is to joke about how men are trash and it didn't hit me because I've been like passionate about it I'm like yeah as a woman I'm afraid of these things I have to deal with this on a date I have to deal with this I have to deal with all this stuff and it didn't hit me until my brother who's an angel who's older than me was like yeah I maybe I showed this before but he was like yeah I literally just feel like my only you know place in this world is to continue to be scum and I'll never be good enough and no matter what I do I just am like just sucky and I I never thought of that that because of the rhetoric that's being used about men my brother who doesn't even fit that mold feels that way about himself it's kind of the same idea like the representation you see of yourself is how you what you believe about yourself and kind of what you live up to so recently I've been on this quest that also because there's a disparity within the church of like as a girl, since I've been really young, I'm taught here's divine attributes that are uniquely yours as a woman. But for men, I, they don't. They're, I, as far as I understand, they're not really taught that. They're just like, be a good boy so then you can be worthy of holding the priesthood, which isn't innately male. It just is a calling and a stewardship given. And so I've been really trying to figure out, and my brother started this like monthly mentoring group where he has these incredible men come and speak to a group of men, basically how to be men, to like teach boys how to treat people and how, what it means because they're, we're expecting men to be quote men, but what does that mean? And so then girls are unsafe and men don't know how to treat them. And, and so I think it, a lot of it is just like, the answer answer is through like educating both men and women it's empowering women to understand who they are but this thing for men I'm reading this book wild at heart right now that's written by this christian oh, author it's so good and then there's a one one written for females and this one i can read like you, you can apply a lot of different things but it's so eye-opening to just read about the divinity of masculinity or like the divine masculine we hear a lot about the divine feminine but never like Mm -hmm. the divine masculine and masculinity is looked at as bad or we're we're wanting men to stop like yeah things that are innately and divinely male and so I think that's another thing that we're seeing is in our quest for equality we're also not enabling people like we believe in eternal gender identity as members of the restored church of jesus christ 
And I think part of that is not accessing the divine attributes of each gender. And I think, so I, that's what I think. I think like, that's what ha has been like, so it's cool. I just think like you're being passionate about women and I'm now being more passionate about like, yeah, I think of like my incredible uncles who have shaped my life and all of these men who have done incredible things to me. So now I get really offended anytime people make like offhand jokes about men being trash. I mean, that's not true. And it will continue to be true as long, like for you, like I, I even realized like, because I believe that I went looking for opportunities to validate that belief. And as soon as I questioned it and I said, okay, my brother feels crappy and my brother doesn't fit into that mold. How many other people don't, but I just don't give him the chance because I'm seeing everything through this lens of possible experience but also just believing what everyone else says it's kind of like the subconscious belief right like you plan to believe you have to go look for reasons for why that's true so i just think like a creator creating a safe space space for women is empowering women for who they divinely are and doing the same for men so then men step up and understand what they're capable of and what their stewardship really is and empowering them with like divine principles and that will change change the way we treat each other and treat ourselves. And so that, that's what I think, to create a safe safe space is wanting to do that for my kids and wanting to do that for other people. And I like that, though, wanting yeah. to do it for both. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. That it can't just be, we like if we're going to focus on building up women, we can't do that without building up men. Yeah. We want them to do I this. agree. I think... Or, you know what... The, I, Sorry. It's okay. I was just on my thoughts really quick. So hold on cheers. I, I think that's really beautiful where Jen is. And I think Jen and Ella are both, they see things on like a more divine, like deeper scale, like almost like their heads are at like an elevated space than a lot of that. I mean that like as a compliment, like you see things and on like their heads in a the spiritual, like, no, like a spiritual level. <laughs> But I think for a lot of people, it's like women really don't feel safe. Like I have to worry that my house isn't locked if I'm in the shower. And I don't think that's right. That's true. And I, my friend. May I ask a question? Yeah. And I think it's important to your listeners. Why do you feel unsafe? What are you worried about? Because and why? I'm worried that a man's going to come in and I'm in a vulnerable space in the shower and there's no escape and I'm going to get raped. And why do you feel that way? I think because I've been sexually assaulted. And I, one in three women, so one of us in this room has been sexually assaulted. And I think it's because the media portrays women as sexual. And cover your shoulders and make sure your cleavage isn't showing so boys don't have bad thoughts and they don't take advantage of you and... I think I love the half of the media is still that and half of it is like no women like body positivity and then let's move past body positivity and see human beings as human beings not bodies mm. you know and I think it's kind of what like Jen was saying where men are told that oh the like, if a girl is dressed like this, like, she's probably easy. Kind of, like, almost subconsciously, but then girls are told, don't dress like that. 
or boys will have bad thoughts and take advantage of you. And so it's kind of just like this, oh, this is what's out there. So this is kind of what happens. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of really bizarre. You know what's an interesting <laughs> thought? A lot of people don't know this, but I've been sexually assaulted by women. Um, but yet I'm still not, a, I'm, I don't, I, I don't feel like I continue to be afraid. Um, because, because I feel like I'm, a man is still generally like larger than a woman. I feel like there's an element of the is fact. like the position to be like, dominant. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, like, like if a even, little girl came into the shower to you, you'd probably just shower out of the way. Exactly. Right? I, I, I've been, I've, yeah. So women have done things without my consent and I've been sexually assaulted and, but I was, I'm still bigger so I can stop it. Whereas Easy, I feel like yeah. w- women, the, the true fear is, is that you'll be overpowered and you can't, you I won't be able stop to stop it. it. Yeah. We have no control yeah. and that's what's scary. Um, what I was going to say just to, yeah. what, what, to echo what you were saying is I think one thing that we need to do more of is tell, can like share more stories of good guys. Yeah. Of, mm-hmm. And, and how, um, that's, James is that's, a good guy. Thank you. Yeah. What, what I'm saying is, well, like your brother, where no, you're telling those stories and how and sharing, changing the the perspective that women, that's what women want. Yeah, and then even or even telling like guys you appreciate them, like, like I remember I went to a New Year's Eve party this year, and it was like kind of just a bunch of rowdy people, in my personal <laughs> opinion. But I came there with two of my three of my good guy friends. And I remember I, like, texted them afterwards. Just, like, the nights of the event. It was just, like, kind of exhausting and disappointing. And I texted them and I said, like, thank you for being who you are. Like, I was so happy to be there with guys who were fun and uplifting. And I'm so proud that I got to be there with the most fun guys. And thank you for being who you are. And I remember equally when I dated a guy over over the summer, we went to a concert. And people were being weird and crazy. And we were both uncomfortable with it. And so we ended up leaving... And I remember he texted me that night and he was like, thank you for like being who you are and being this beautiful person that I can feel safe with and that who I just really like respect. And so I think that was always a lesson that I learned from him is he would all like anytime there was a situation where we were observing something that we weren't uncomfortable with or we were in like a weird place, I think is, is yeah, calling out that positive behavior and say like, hey. Mm-hmm. Thank you for making the people around you feel safe. And thank you for making people feel good. Because yeah. I think a lot of people go about doing that. Like your brother, like like James, like, and don't, or, or Ellie, whatever it is. It. And so I think that's also important. Like if maybe it's a dating setting, maybe it's a friendship setting. It's a family setting, whatever it is. I think showing the people in our lives, thank you for making me feel safe. I trust you. I think those types of positive self-affirmations are really contagious. That's not a self-affirmation. That's just a positive affirmation. But I think, yeah, I think just letting people know that their behavior is, like, really important to you. And so they also, don't feel discouraged by, like, well, I don't get noticed, or I... Yeah. I, I also think, like, looking for it. I think what really changed for me, because I did it, and I was really pessimistic about dating and males, and I was really just like cool I get the short end of the stick like I'm dating this species that's like so terrible and I just keep hearing all these bad stories and my brother would say well there's a lot of stories of girls who are crazy I'm like not really and he's like well you only (laughs) hang out with girls and I was like 
not really, but it's kind of like, well, all your stories are coming from your female friends. And I was like, yeah, well, you know, it's kind of like my perspective is skewed by the people that I'm spending time with. But I get offended when my brother would say things like that. Cause I was like, well, you don't know, you're not in my shoes, but it, the, it really hit home. And this is like, ongoing of years of me believing that it finally hit home when my brother who's an angel was like yeah I've just always felt that way and I was like wait if my brother feels that way how many other people feel that way so I think also it's like that sensitivity now when I hear anything that I'm like hey that's not cool like that's not cool to say that or like being aware of it now and how much it's perpetuated and for me being like I don't want to keep perpetuating that cycle that's cool to make light of men in derogatory ways and also to like yeah once I just chose to look for other opportunities I started recognizing all of these incredible people and part of it was like they came into my life but I was like they were already there I just finally was like willing to look at it and I, and I think yeah part of it is just the media perpetuates this idea so many people jump on it we're all agreeing we're validating and yeah I, I just want to do better at thinking the good men and, and also understanding like I think while at heart the reason why that book is changing my life is understanding things that my brothers do and what I used to think were stupid and now I'm like wow that's something that boys need to do to like access that divine part of their masculine self and I'm going to honor that and like want them to have more of those kinds of experiences where before I'd be like that's unsafe that's stupid why are you doing that uh and so it's been cool to realize like oh boys just like Boys need to be boys, but not in the way where they're doing unex- unacceptable things, but kind of like this divine masculine thing is like, they need to do, I don't, I don't yeah, I don't know. <laughs> they need to go like off-roading trips. They need to have like a sense of adventure, this like daring thing, but I don't know. And I, yeah, anyway, I just, yeah, I think, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, did you, did Honoring men will help women feel safe when men understand their value. They wouldn't want to to do that for anyone else, you know? I think just be around people, too, that makes yeah. you feel also safe. Also that, and if you're not yeah. around a guy and said, you're like, I will fix him. No, freaking get out just of there. Just be around people that make yeah, you feel safe. Yeah, totally. James, any last words? Um... I don't. I'm just really grateful to know all of you guys. I genuinely, I'm going to be very honest. This is my true thought. I was like, I was feeling very good vibes in here. And my real thought is like, I want to find a girl like you guys. That's so nice. Because I think you guys are emotionally intelligent. And then just like, good conversationalists. I feel like. And Mm -hmm. there's just really good vibes in this room. Mm -hmm. Thanks, James. Thank you, James. Thank, Thank you, James. James. Thanks for adding to awesome. it. Our single girl listeners. Yay! You have to go through us first, but then we'll set you up with James. Oh, Jen and Ella over here. Um, okay. Thank you, James. Ugh, I feel you, impressed James. to ask this. What do you want to tell women, or what do you wish women knew? I don't know. I don't know why. I don't even know if you have an answer for that. Um, I don't, 
What do I wish women knew? I mean, I feel like this is a whole other like, podcast. Well, like, what do you want to tell <laughs> them? If you've been on dates with girls and your experience in dating and you feel like, man, it's so sad that women... Like, oh, you're really special. Oh, be confident in this. this. About, oh, yeah. I don't know. You're really passionate and I, I feel, uh, not specifically to women, but to all people, I think yeah. that, um, I think we need to strive to be... What I've learned recently is that it's uh, when you know that you're not interested, it's it's way healthier to be transparent and to cut it off. Okay. There you go. Dating advice Thank from you, JTM. Anne. Good night. Good night. Thank you, Anne.